Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Catherine Morehouse. The Biden administration is planning to hold three offshore oil lease sales over the next several years, the lowest number of auctions in the program's history. That's what the Interior Department announced on Friday, and the move actually represents a compromise plan for the administration. But it's also likely to receive a lot of pushback from both sides of the aisle. So today, we chat with Politico's Ben Lefebvre about details of the administration's decision, its significance, and the expected criticisms. It's Monday, October 2nd. The plan is probably the smallest offshore or five-year plan that Interior has ever come out with in the program's modern history. The modern program started in like 1980. And then since that time, they generally would a lot, like maybe 11 or so leases for those five years, generally some in the Gulf of Mexico and some in Alaska, like the Arctic waters off Alaska, and then kind of back in the day, maybe one or two in the Atlantic or so. The one that we saw from the Biden administration, and this is the first one they've done, brings that 11 down to three lease sales over the course of the entire five years, and each will only be in the Gulf of Mexico. So there's no more lease sales in Alaska. And the way they've done it, too, is they're staggering them. So it's like basically one every other year. So you're going to have a sale in 2025, a lease sale in 2027, and a final one in 2029, none of which will be in Alaska. Okay, and so you also note in your reporting that this plan represents a compromise plan, essentially, from Interior. Could you explain a little bit how this is a compromise? Yeah, the Interior Department originally came out with with an initial plan that said, you know, we could do up to 11 lease sales like has been done in the past, or we could do zero. You can kind of see how basically putting in three plans is almost a compromise on that. It's almost like they just said, let's split the difference and then get rid of the of, of an Alaska lease. So it's kind of seen as like, well, the industry kind of gets, you know, some leasing going on. And environmentalists, you know, for them, they should be happy that, you know, we're not doing the full 11. One of the interesting things is they're really tying having any oil lease sale auctions at all to the fact that they have to hold some to keep doing offshore wind lease sales in the Gulf of Mexico. And that's because of Senator Joe Manchin put those provisions in the Inflation Reduction Act, kind of tying both sorts of lease sales to each other. So you can't do wind lease sales if you don't do the oil lease sales. So that's kind of the compromise, I think, there. Okay. And so, as usual, the administration is kind of being pulled in a lot of different directions here with its lease sales. And I'm wondering if you could talk through more of kind of the criticisms they're receiving from kind of either side, both people who want to see the administration kind of be more aggressive in these lease sales and the environmentalists. What are those criticisms and what is the administration trying to balance here? So the like the criticism probably gets summed up perfectly by a text message I got from an, an environmental group person I know. 
who said, I think they hit their perfect Biden line of making everyone on all sides angry. <laughs> so it's basically between the environmental groups and the oil industry, you know, even though you could view this as kind of a compromise, no one likes it at all. The oil industry is saying you're choking back access to federal land for oil production. Some of the groups have tried to tie it to like gasoline prices by saying, you know, well, if we can't produce as much oil in the Gulf of Mexico, that'll spike gasoline prices. That's a little bit facetious given that gasoline problems are a now thing and oil leasing is definitely in the future thing. But environmental groups are saying, well, look, you know, the Biden administration keeps talking about climate change, how they're trying to bring down fossil fuel emissions. And here they are saying that, you know, they're offering more of these offshore leases in the next five years. It might not be 11, but, you know, the groups had wanted zero. And, you know, we're seeing lawmakers from both sides kind of come out. Republicans are pushing the line that, you know, the administration is trying to choke off U.S. oil production. And then you have Democrat Joe Manchin come out and say, this isn't leadership, you know, and he's pretty pro oil and gas. You're just kind of taking away from America's leadership in the energy sphere. So again, it's kind of one of those stereotypical Biden moves where a compromise solution that kind of makes sense takes a stick to the hornet nests on both sides of the, of, of the issue. Also, Congress narrowly avoided a government shutdown over the weekend after the House passed a 45-day stopgap funding bill in an unexpected and overwhelmingly bipartisan vote. The Senate cleared the bill late Saturday night, avoiding an outcome that would have shuttered most of the nation's national parks, hindered federal disaster relief, and disrupted critical climate and energy regulations across key agencies. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. And that's our show. I'm Catherine Morehouse, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron is taking action to keep methane in the pipe. Their 2028 upstream methane intensity target is set to be 53% below the 2016 baseline. And they're committed to evolving facility designs and operating practices. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash methane.